So hello everyone. It's been a long, long, long time. It's been a, it's been a hot minute. Yeah, I think it's been uh, like three months and like 50 degrees later. <laughs> Listen, it's a lot easier to run a podcast during the summer when we don't have the responsibilities that we do right now. Right, like me balancing two jobs, teaching during the day and teaching at night. Right. And with the holidays fast approaching, it the kids just get crazier and crazier, but we love every second, right? Yes, and I know you've been busy with the two kids of your own. I have been. Um, I'm mostly busy with, as a counselor, we have to find you know, resources for our students, so toys for our students, turkey dinners, extra food. We work really closely with our social workers. Uh, our school gave away 60 turkeys. Um, uh, over the past weekend, and that was really awesome, and I'm really happy we got to do that work. So, we don't get to do this as much as we want to. In a nutshell, we tried. We tried. We what actually. Did, what did we try? Veterans Day? No, we tried Nevada Day weekend. Oh, Nevada Day weekend. That's and it so happened we did it. We were promoting the Heart of Education, and my computer decided not to record everything the way it should have. It went kaputs. Yes. So, literally, I had to re-download Audacity reconfigured the mic and it was a really cute interview we interviewed my son Atticus who's seven and we got his perspective on school and it's always interesting he's in second grade now right yes to hear what a second grader thinks about school versus what a high schooler or a middle schooler thinks about school it is their their vision is just hilarious and at least in elementary school they still like it they do, and we'll t- we'll try and get you know maybe we can interview both the boys since they're twins. We could get them on here soon. Yep. And so the nice thing is about having this week off, and unfortunately for Southern Nevada, it's the last week we're gonna have Thanksgiving week off. This is the last year. Yep. Our schedule changes back to the work two days and then take three. Or no, work three Th- days. No, it was work three. And now what is it? Work two. Have three off. I'm okay with that. At least it gets a lot of people that Wednesday to travel. True. Although then a lot of people will still take that Tuesday off. This fall break was so important. I'm sure you needed it. I know all my staff at MAC needed it. The behaviors were just starting to escalate. But like I said, I think I posted this on my Facebook status. A lot of kids in Title I schools, their behavior starts to escalate right before a long break because... It's their way of saying, I don't want to go home. Like, you guys, this school is consistent and loving and kind, and I want to stay here. I don't want to go home. So how do they do, how do they handle that, those emotions? They, they get, act. They get a little cray-cray. They cray-cray. They act out. Yes. They do whatever they want because they're like, their routine's getting broken up. Yes, their routine's getting broken up, and so it's standard. And then when we get back next week, hopefully everything goes back. Because it'll be two weeks of normal, and then finals week. Yes. And then we'll offer two weeks. It's going to be beautiful. But speaking of holidays, we need to talk about Teacher Kindness Project. Yes. It is something that you're in charge of this year. I am. It's really awesome. So our union, um, NEASN, is sponsoring Teacher Kindness Project. And um, basically what we're doing is there are a lot of teachers out there that are really struggling, either through financial burdens, medical assistance, um, uh, situations where loved ones have passed away recently. Maybe some are single parents. I'm going to read a few stories. But um, we've been putting 
links out there for people to nominate a teacher in need or um, you yourself, if you're in need, I can send you a link as well through our Teacher Kindness Project. And we are looking for people to help us donate anything. That means gift cards. We need gift cards. We need food. Toys. Toys. Um, we could use even, mo- you can donate monetar- monetarily. Is that a word? Yes. Yep. Um, our Venmo is V I C K I dash. K-R-E-I-D-E-L. So if you want to Venmo that account directly, it goes straight to Teacher Kindness Project. And we use all the funds just to purchase gift cards and things for these families. Did you want to add anything else before I it's, read? A lot of people believe that teachers can be well off to do with having like a decent salary and insurance. But the truth be told, it's like the, it doesn't go as far as you think. No. And one emergency for a lot of teachers set some back significantly. Right. For example, last April, I had to be taken to the hospital by ambulance after a severe asthma attack. Mm. And that set me back about $1,200. Well, and also you have a really tight medical history Mm -hmm. of, you know, dealing with your cancer and your remission and all of that. Like, I'm sure you've accrued a lot of medical bills. Oh, yes. I'm pretty sure if I put all my medical bills together, they would probably top probably somewhere around a quarter of a million dollars by now. Crazy. And we've all been there. I was a single mama, and I was barely making it before I met my husband, and I was just living off of my $35,000 paycheck, which doesn't sound... I mean, it sounds like you can function on it, but I have two little boys a lot of student loan debt and I had barely anything left over for just basic, you know, diapers, food. My parents had to help me during that. And they say rent is supposed to be a third of your income, but in a lot of places here in town, you're looking at 40 to 50% of someone's income. And especially if you want safe areas, I wanted, you know, to be in Henderson, which is just, in my opinion, a safer area in some of the places in Vegas. And I knew I could get an apartment in our city for like what four or five hundred dollars a month, but I was by myself. <laughs> Actually, believe it or not, that's not even the case anymore. Is it not? Was no, it like, like I have a coworker who has a one bedroom in North Las Vegas that she and her son are sharing, and it's all, it? almost a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. The condos in the Green Valley area are the studio apartments go for a thousand dollars it's crazy and personally i have a two bedroom two bath condo that i've been in for four years and the rent's almost 1200. and so basically what we're getting at here is you know we're the lucky ones we're making do we're hitting our bills and we're okay but there are some out there that are just in you know really extenuating circumstances that are not pleasant. And so I want to read to you a couple of nominations we received. They're completely anonymous. I will make sure I leave out teachers' names and anybody that nominated them. But I just want to kind of get across some of the situations we're dealing with. And hopefully you empathize as you're listening. And so um, the first nomination that really stuck out to me was one where three different teachers nominated this person. And this person's husband is a former teacher for CCSD, and that former teacher was diagnosed with cancer. While treating the cancer, it ended up activating this person's Lyme disease. He's just now working on getting back to work, but not as a teacher because he struggles with excruciating pain at times. They are raising two boys on one salary, essentially, and spent time this summer homeless. 
They're beginning to recover some, but the holidays are tight with nothing extra for their kids. This has also left them with mounds of medical bills due to having to travel out of state for treatments. And so that one really stuck out to me. And again, like Ryan said, they can donate what? They can donate money. They can donate toys. They can donate food, gift cards. Anything. Anything short of your own blood. (laughs) Um, Another one, this person lost her husband this week. She's used all of her sick days while being with him and had to take FMLA. She's currently not getting a paycheck or medical insurance. Her landlord was kind enough to forego one month of rent, but she has no children or family here to help her out. So even just groceries and day-to-day needs um, have been put on the back burner. With the holidays fast approaching, she could really use an extra boost of kindness. Um, And again, while we're sharing these, I've had people reach out to me and adopt a family. So if that's something you want to do, that's fine as well. Um, I can assign you a family, let you know what their needs are, and you just take care of them for the holiday season. Do you want to adopt a family, Brian? I can. <laughs> and we want to like say this is open to anyone. It's just not open to teachers. It's not open to educators or people in education. We've had politicians step up. Mm-hmm. Like Selena Torres, Assemblywoman Selena Torres was the first one to say she'll, she'll adopt, adopt a family. family. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm going to adopt a family. There's one who her mother passed away about a few weeks ago and with travel expenses and her having to cover her mother's funeral costs she has nothing left over for her boys so i'm going to take over and hopefully help out um just with basic clothing socks underwear and i'll get like maybe just one gift for each boy um but yeah there's so many of these stories are just heartbreaking we have one where this teacher is a first year teacher from california he needed to move homes quickly in Vegas, so he's renting out his second room. But because of this, he has no vehicle. He takes the bus or Uber to school every single day. And to me, I'm like, oh my goodness, this guy needs a car. So if you're a car dealership listening, <laughs> I will hook you up and give you this man's name because I just think people that are shaping the youth of America shouldn't have to be Ubering every day. And just imagine if he's taking an Uber back and forth each day. That's at least $30 a day, minimum. That's crazy. So $150 a week, $600 a month. We have another family. Um, She and her son have lived in a hotel for a year. She just got into an apartment a few weeks ago, but they've really struggled this past year. She's very proud and reluctant to accept help. Um, she has very bad knees, uses a walker to get around because her mobility is definitely an issue. And we have, it's just so many, this is like the fourth one. They have three sons, but they've been homeless on and off for the last couple of years. And they don't want to see the family go without. So basically what I'm saying is, you guys, these are our teachers. These are educators in Clark County School District. And it's making me so sad that they aren't able to have a home, an actual roof over their heads. So anything, anything helps. And you can find the links to recommended teacher, mm-hmm. donate a teacher on our Twitter or Facebook or website. Or just if you are a teacher, you can find them in any of the teacher Facebook groups. Reach out to us on Elevating Educators or find Teacher Kindness Project on Facebook. We're there. Um, if you don't even know how to go about finding those, just reach out personally to me or Ryan and we'll get you hooked up. We just, we, any little bit helps. Um, these stories are extremely sad and I have over 
30 nominations at the moment, and we're only at Thanksgiving break, so these families could really use some help for Christmas. And we know after Thanksgiving, more stories are going to happen. More people are going to experience heartache, Mm -hmm. and the list is just going to grow. Right. You know, we always hear about churches donating and stores donating. Why, Why not help a fellow teacher out when they really need it? So if you're going to donate anything this season, I really encourage you to go through us because you know it'll go directly to that person to help them. And that's pretty much that's pretty much it for Teacher Kindness Project. Yep. We help you take part. Yes, please. And on a lighter note, to end on a lighter note, yes, we're, we're filming this, we're recording this on the Tuesday, and on Saturday this week is UNLV UNRU. Ew, you know I'm going to beat you. Uh, who has the canyon right now? Oh, please. What is your bet? What is your bet that you're placing? Well, previously we talked about a bet between the two of us because Jessica went to UNR. I did. It's actually called University of Nevada. There's no UNR here. We're the original. You guys are Nevada Southern. Well, we're the rebels. So you guys are the Nevada Southern. There were you guys. If you're listening to this, there would be no UNLV without University of Nevada. We funded UNLV. <laughs> Until you rebelled. Well, that's why we have our name. I'm going to bleed blue this weekend. <laughs> what about you? I'm going to bleed red. I'm super, super, um, what's it called? Superstitious. I'm a little stitious. Why? Superstitious. On game days, so I won't touch anything red, and I won't wear anything red. So I don't even take a hot shower because the arrows to the red. I know. Um, but I don't think it matters because we, lo- we lose most of the time. So I uh, I proposed this bet earlier to her. All right, and then she it. told me that she would uh, disown me as a friend. Okay, what was it? I forget. Uh, the loser had to wear the other school's colors. Ugh. Ugh. Colors or actual like logo? Well, logo or colors. Okay. I think we said lo- logo. I will do colors. I will wear red the next time we podcast. If... <sighs> UNLV wins. But if my school wins, you're going to wear blue. Bright blue, like bleeding blue. Deal. We're shaking. We're shaking right now. <laughs> so we will. T- I will take a picture next time you podcast of Jessica wearing red. You mean you're wearing blue. And I'll draw a little wolf pack tattoo on your cheek. <laughs> It'll be good. Well, the funny thing is, UNLV has won the Canyon three out of the last five times. Right. Four but when last I was times. in school, we were undefeated. We were top 15 in the nation. We had Colin Kaepernick at the time. Well, that was then and this you is now. You know what? It could be a new decade. It could be a new... 2019, who knows? And if, since UNLV just fired Tony Sanchez, mm-hmm. you know the players want to go out on top. We'll see. We will see. So <laughs> tune in. Watch our own personal oh, Twitter accounts to, for us talking um, stuff about each other. I'm interrupting you so badly. I'm sorry. <laughs> we have to talk about Liberty beating Bishop Gordon. Oh, yes. Liber- public schools. It's like such a win. Take that, Bishop. Take that money <laughs> and shove it. Because for those who actually listen to us outside of Nevada and or outside of Vegas, I by the way. anybody does. Oh, there's actually people. Oh, okay. Awasho follows us on Twitter. Do they? Yeah. Oh, cool. So for those who listen to us outside of Vegas, Bishop Gorman has been the team to beat for the last decade. But let me explain why. They're a private entity, they're a Catholic school, and they recruit. So they don't have to, you know, they're not a public school. Right, Snoop's son has 
participated and played for Gorman. Mm -hmm. So the fact that Liberty, a public school with open enrollment, which is cool, um, crushed them. Well, it wasn't crushed. They defeated. They defeated them. They didn't crush them. It was very close, I know. But it was fun, though, to see all all the pictures of everyone just like... Coming down on the field to celebrate. You never see that in a high school football game. Everybody in Vegas was just rooting for them. It's so great. And it was nice to see like the public schools sports get get recognition too. Heck yeah, I love that. I mean, Bishop Gorman's a lovely school, but we all can't afford to go there. Right. I mean, it's a beautiful school if you've ever gone there. I mean, if you ever mm-hmm. stepped on to the campus, beautiful, mm-hmm. nice and small with state of the art. Uh, facilities and football field with actual grass. <laughs> and Jessica teaching up Fit Hill knows what I'm talking about. I do. I really do. That grass was really crappy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, don't need to teach your kindness project. Go football. Go pack go. Go rebels go. <laughs> and and we'll, when are we going to do this again? Probably Christmas break? Uh, yeah. break? Well, we have to do it before then because I'll be out of town the entire break. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys hopefully in December sometime. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Elevating Educators Nevada. Please remember that any rebroadcast, editing, or manipulation of an Elevating Educators Nevada podcast without express written consent is prohibited. You can find us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our handle is ElevatingEDUNV. Or you can email us at ElevatingEducatorsNevada at gmail.com. Music for this podcast is carefree from Kevin McLeod. Thanks for listening.